welcome back to the Variant Geek Podcast. I'm Brennan. I'm Zach. I was Jason. Was? Were you? Oh, now? I currently am. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. How's everybody doing this week? Oh, vibing, playing some games. Why do you sound so sad? You're barely picking up on the sound. I'm playing some games. You're two feet from the microphone and look, look, talk normal again. I'm playing some games. Oh, now games. you go, now you go up. Um, some Xenoblade. Is that yeah, what you some got? Xenoblade Chronicles. Trying to get back into Dragon Quest Eleven. Why not number one? Because it's old. Cap. Uh, playing some Persona Five Strikers. You. Yeah, I know, you play it's a surprise. Five? What a shock. I know. Uh, how are you guys doing? Pretty good, man. Um, I'm playing the ever-living crap out of Animal Crossing. Bet. Basic. Jason? Basic! I Says Persona 5 Strikers and Xenoblade. Those are more niche games than Animal Crossing. I'm no, they're trying not. to get Cap. back into playing Okami. I haven't played Basic. it in a while. Have you ever played it? No. I've watched a little bit of a playthrough of it. You're basic. You're basic. You're a weeb. Yeah. But anyway. I don't know. When I first like I've I've only gotten through like the first two areas, three areas of Just get through all of them. I'm trying, gosh darn it. Be better. I that's the goal. <laughs> but But uh yeah, alright, so uh that's Ooh. the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. No no, no, no. Alright, um, bye. <laughs> Do no. you want to know what's going on the, in my life? I per I recently re-downloaded Balloons Tower Defense, and let me tell you something. Your life has changed for the better. Let me tell you something. I have popped a balloon or two. Um, I just when we text you, and then an hour later, you're like, "Yes, sorry, I was playing balloons." <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing? Playing balloons?" Obviously. Uh, today's topic is RPGs. Rocket propelled grenades. Yes. Woo! So, what's your t- favorite type of rocket propelled grenade? The rocket propelled Royal grenade. Royal Panda Grandpas. Royal Panda Grandpas. I like that better. Uh, but uh, what, what? You know, Jason. What would you say oh. your favorite RPG of all time is? I have no clue. What would you say yours is? Oh, jeez. Well, let's get into that, shall we? Uh, He's gonna say it's Persona Five. No, actually, I was going to say Dragon Star Age. Wars: Knights of the Oh, Earth duh. Order. Yeah, never mind. One. There's and one two. of the three. Which one? Um, one or two? Two has better combat and more powers and stuff like that, yeah, and Jason. it has a more kind of. I guess I wouldn't. I, I I guess I would. I would say it has a deeper story. I guess it touches on more darker elements. You can literally force people to kill themselves. Whoa! This yeah. is a G-rated podcast. What are you doing? Um, I don't know. Learn about it somewhere. Might as well learn it here. No. That is my 11-year-old brother. I take offense to that. What was that? <sighs> um. But, I mean, it, they're both really fun games. and Cat. I've uh, never played them. I Excuse you. Like the like 20 hours I put into the game in the week that I was at your house. It, they're really fun games. Um, they're semi-open world. I, I kind of prefer that in my RPGs at this point is... Open world. Open world or Absolutely. at least semi-sandbox. I'm not a huge fan of linear games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. I'm not anymore. I used to love them, but now I'm kind of... Like if they have a really, really, really good story, maybe... 
But that's that why I love story, Halo Reach. That story really has to hook me in. Yeah, Halo Reach is good, though. Halo Reach and Halo ODST stories really sucked me in, like not none of the others did. I like the silence that came up after I said that, because Zach's like, "What is a Halo?" What is a Halo? I had the Moa Burger Pringles, so obviously I, I'm a fan now. What? The Pringles that we got, yeah. um, they're the new kind. They're Moa are the birds that are in Halo Reach yeah. that you can shoot like a heathen, and they go. You can get over. a perk if you don't. I know if you get all the way through without it. But um, Brandon, what, what would you say one of your favorite RPGs? Is? One of my favorite, or you want my favorite? We'll go with your favorite, sure. I don't know. What's one of your favorites? <laughs> um. Elder Scrolls. Which one? I really like Oblivion, but Skyrim specifically. Because Skyrim took everything that was amazing in Oblivion and made it bigger. Mm -hmm. See, you saying, like, it's weird because a lot of the stuff I've seen online and across multiple streamers and stuff like that and YouTube personalities is that more or, um, Oblivion is the worst out of the or out of the Elder Scrolls games. Really? Yeah, Oblivion's the worst. Morrowind is at the top of a lot of people's lists. I don't like I... Morrowind. I've never <sighs> heard of that. That's the first time I've ever heard of really? it. Really? I've, I've heard it a lot that Morrowind's one of the best. Mm-mm. Um, I'm not long. saying people don't say that because, yeah. I mean, everyone, <laughs> everyone's subjective. I've played Morrowind. I, that's the thing. I just haven't played it in a long time. It did come out on, like, the original Xbox. Dude, basically but the I mean, best. like, I was watching a, a streamer recently called Tolomeo, um, and he played a mod for Morrowind where it was it was a Star Wars mod. Hmm. So he was basically going to like Dantooine and stuff like that. Really? Uh, and Morrowind, hmm. it seemed kind of cool. Um, but why why the Elder Scrolls? I am a sucker for fantasy. Um, as we've discussed, as we've before. discussed before in our other uh, episodes, go check them out if you haven't. Um, <laughs> but I just I love the world of Elder Scrolls. It just it feels like I'm in rural Scandinavia with dragons and fairies and the Draugr. It's just it's all the folklore of Norse mythology and everything just yeet thrown into a game and mm -hmm. spiced up a bit. There's a whole one thing. Um, I absolutely love uh, a book that I own that I, you guys should check out at some point. Um, and anyone who's a, also a fan of like Lord of the Rings, I highly recommend. It's a whole collection of where Tolkien came up with a lot of his um, mythos. Because while he did, you know, he made his own world and it's all his own original stuff. Yeah, it's all based off of something. It's European history. Mm -hmm. Well, not only. I mean, there's there's Norse mythology, Scandinavian mm -hmm. mythology. There's like Russian mythos. Like, all kinds of stuff that I didn't even know. Like, I was, you know, a huge Lord of the Rings head. But, yeah, it's the, like, Tolkien Handbook or something like that. And, uh, or a History of Middle-Earth or something. I don't know. It's in my room. But, um, I love, 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 love fantasy. And it's just so good. The voice acting is hilarious. Because it's not perfect. Yeah. But, and there's, like, you know, a five people who are voice actors in the whole game. But I, just, I love it. And didn't Patrick Stewart voice someone? Sir Patrick Stewart voiced somebody in the beginning or 
Parthenix? I don't know what if he did it? Parthenax, dude. I don't remember who was all who. Oh, I don't remember. But, but uh. What uh, were you doing? You just keep talking. I'm making sure the mic's not dead. Oh. Um, but uh, well, I mean, it's still picking up her audio. At least it looks like. Oh, <laughs> that's a good indicator, isn't it? <laughs> good job, buddy. Right here. Probably right, just you. unplug the mic and leave. You very well could. I won't do that. Um, but it, talk it, about okay. You talk about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. You're the only one who's really played it because uh, I was really interested in getting it, and then I heard that a lot of people a dumpster so, fire. Okay, a so lot of people didn't like it. The store, okay. Story wise, it was kind of interesting. Basically, you know, you choose one of your three backgrounds mm-hmm. that you get to go into. Um, you either live out in the boonies. Um, you are kind of like a gangster almost, kind of rolling with street gangs, or you're one of the higher up, what they call suits. Um, and eventually you get intertangled with, um, I forgot his name, because uh, I haven't played it in a while. Is it but Keanu Reeves? No, it's... No, um, that's in your head. Yeah, so, okay, I'll, I'll get there. So that much I know. Basically, you get uh, entangled with this one guy, and eventually... Um, you know, you guys get tasked with stealing this chip. You need to steal this chip um, from this huge, huge guy. Doritos or? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I think it's more. Uh, he's like trying to. He's trying to think of chip brands. He's like, ah. Pringles. Um, and eventually, you know, you could you go to steal this chip, and um, the main, the head of the family, or the head of the place that had the chip. Um, killed the head of the family, his father, and they're blaming it on you, um, and just everything goes sideways, and you get the chip implanted in your brain to save your life, basically, and that chip like you do. has Keanu Reeves on it, Woo! or Johnny Silverhand, and he was a former terrorist. Interesting. Um, and <clears throat> you're trying to like find out how to like get the chip out of you without dying um because it's kind of taking over your body um but the gameplay is kind of fun um you have like three or four different things you can equip on your hands so you can either be like a kind of like a you know like a knife person okay that has like giant blades coming out of your arms um you could have like basically gorilla fists um or you can shoot tower like, defense rockets out of your hand basically interesting he came by uh, it has your typical kind of colored loop white green blue purple orange green. um orange and so story wise it was okay gameplay wise it was okay it didn't stand out from anything it was, but it was also like it was it was entertaining like I didn't necessarily get too bored playing it. The only problem was there was a crap ton of glitches, and mm-hmm. the like the picture sometimes looked like it. Like I, I'm pretty sure you've all seen the pictures of how it like looks like it came out for like the PS2, because um, there were some really bad times. Texture load-ins would take mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. Um, multiple game crashes. 
I mean, it it was a really buggy mess, and that's because they tried to rush it out before it was completely done. And they the, killed yeah. it back, didn't they? They they kept pushing it back. Like it was supposed to come out last year, not last. It did come out last year. It was supposed to come out in twenty nineteen, I think, in like May. Yeah. And it got pushed all the way back to December. Was it? No, it was November. November. November last year. And even then, it wasn't ready for current gen systems. It was like it looked fine and it ran fine on PC and on next gen systems, but on current gen, which is what it was mainly released for at the time, uh, it, it was ran, hot garbage. It ran poorly. It was terrible. I heard that they've released a bunch of hot fixes and updates for it, and that it might be better now. But at this point, I would wait until it's like twenty, thirty bucks, which it will be eventually, because the game is not selling well. Hmm. I'll buy it when it's cheap. I wanted to buy it originally, yeah. but I was very cautious because of everything. I was very lucky that because um, I was able to put about thirty hours into it. And you sold it back, didn't you? Because Xbox, because so many people were upset that Xbox was like, "All right, you know, we'll give everybody a refund, regardless of whatever." So I was like, "Screw it! I got about thirty hours of playtime out of it. I'll just get my money back," and so I did. And uh, I don't remember where that money went. But uh, it went somewhere. <laughs> I think it went towards squadrons. Oh, okay. Woo! I have not squadrons. I have the other two. That Epic Games. Oh, Battlefront? Yeah, I have Battlefront 2 and I have Fallen Order. And I really liked Fallen Order. But I wish it were more open world because it was That's... very... It was very like kind of constricted. It was very, that very... was my only downfall with Fallen Order. And that's the only reason I didn't replay it. A whole lot. I played through twice. Yeah. Like, I want to replay it, but, like, it doesn't really offer... Because it's a linear story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't really offer a whole bunch of replayability unless right. you want to do, like, the the post... Like, the free DLC stuff where you have, like, these like challenges. Like, the challenges. But even then, like, it's like, okay. I'm like... <sighs> I mean, I'm hoping um, with the next projects that they have coming out um, I'm, for Star I'm Wars with... Ubisoft's new open world Star Wars game that I'm really excited about. Hopefully that, you know, is really good and um, I have high hopes for that. Um, they're doing another KOTOR at some point. They've officially announced that. Um, whether or not it's going to be a remake of KOTOR 1 or KOTOR 2 or if it's going to be its own entity, <coughs> I don't know yet, but... I think Star Wars has a bright future ahead of it, especially now that EA is not the only company that can make games. Yeah. Right. Because EA had the property for like a while. seven, eight years. They put out five games. In 2005 alone, they came out with like seven games for Star Wars. With KOTOR 2, with Republic Commando, Lego Star Wars. Um... I am so Bowling excited home, to play Republic Commando on the Switch. Which I will be buying that, that immediately. That's uh, Delta Squadron. It well, it's Republic Commando. It's it's you play as a squad of uh, commandos, oh. and you can you play as oh god, I'm blanking on all the names, but you play as the leader of Delta Squad, and like you command them around. So like like oh my gosh, that game single handedly alone made me a terrified of the Geonosians. Because really? they go, ah, and they go, and you say, ah, and you die. 
And super battle droids. Mm. Super battle droids are insanely difficult to kill in that game as well. What I'll show you some a little bit later. I have it downloaded on my Xbox. I... Because it's backwards compatible, and I bought it for like a $2 on oh, May the 4th last year. Oh, no, yeah, I got it for free. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a Game, game Pass before. one. I, what did I buy for really cheap? Oh, KOTOR. I bought KOTOR for really cheap last year. And KOTOR 2, which I still haven't played. Thanks. You're but welcome. On uh, With KOTOR 2, I really want to play through it again Do on it. a PC. Do it. Because that way I can play with the restored content mod. Do it. Wasn't that like the one where like, you get the thing that the other wasn't supposed like, to? Like, there's a lot of stuff that um, Obsidian had to cut out because they had to push the game out early. Right. Um, there's Hold on a second. We were just talking about that. It was called <gasps> they, Cyberpunk. They, um, there's some force powers that were missing. Dialogue trees. Really? Um, yes. A whole planet was cut out. Ah! Um, okay, Darth Vader. I mean, there, I was going to say, Darth Vader? There's a lot of stuff that was cut out Elder that Elder? they added. Because the code was still there, um, which is why um, people were able to make the restored content mod. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, getting back to RPGs. I mean, we still own RPGs in a way. Yeah. Um, is character creation a big selling point for you? Or, yes and no. Um, would you rather play a game that's you play as this character, this is what they look like? So I'm kind of 50-50 on that. And what I mean by that is I really, really like the possible like I I love a really good fleshed out character creation system but my god when I say I spend way too much time in character creation on like I remember the first time I played Fallout 4 I stood in line and got my midnight release copy of it because I had a a five day weekend the day it came out (laughs) so I put about (laughs) I put like 70 hours into the game in that five days um anyway I remember when that first came out um I spent literally like three hours making a character because like it must look like me and by golly i did that by the end of that time but could you change the genitalia are you, are you referencing cyberpunk yes yeah not like that you could change a i don't gender. i cannot believe that that was something that they made like that, that they're like you awkward. know what's a good idea this <laughs> they really said this Zach? I can make some funny jokes, but um, I'll restrain because I don't want to. Um, Dude, demonetize all the money we're getting I, off I of wouldn't, this? It wouldn't necessarily be demonetized. It's just I don't know if younger viewers like your brother would want to listen to this. I appreciate that. that. Thank you. Because there, there's some funny, funny jokes and memes I've seen about cyberpunk. Did you just say memes? Character creation. This man's like, I got a meme. I've got a meme. Oh, oh my gosh. That was so frustrating. So we were in Walmart. I'm telling this story now. It was important. We were in Walmart, and they have the Lady Gaga Oreos, and Zach's like, oh, I need to grab these. I was like, really? Do you, do you really want them? He's like, I have to I have to show you a, a meme. And I'm like, okay, can you not just show me? He's like, no, I need to buy them for it. I'm like, okay. We get back to my over to my room, and he's like, all right. I was like, what's the meme? He's like, oh. He picks up the Oreo. He eats it, and he goes, ah. 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 And then just dies laughing. And I'm just staring at him. I'm like, you spent $4 on this. Best meme ever. 
You spent yes. $4 to go, ah, worth it. All right. And now Lady Gaga's going to sue us. <laughs> yeah. And now we're sued. No, she's going to partner with us. Ah. Anyway, question. Yes. Pokemon. What about it? RPG? I mean, it's a turn-based RPG. The thoughts. Thoughts. It, Even though we just had a whole episode on Pokemon. I mean, it, it's a turn-based RPG. That That's what you take turns. Um, you RPG. Thanks. I'm <laughs> is asking that what that means? opinion. And he's like, this is what it is. Opinions. <laughs> wait, what do you? What, what do you think about the game? Do you enjoy the dynamic? Like what? Oh my god! I mean, as I as we compared covered, to other RPGs that you have played, how does it stack up? How about I, that? I would say it's pretty low. In really? Term, in terms loser. of gameplay, um, because I like to be challenged a little bit, and the newer games, especially as we discussed last episode, are getting easier to you, but not to um, new players. It, uh, I would say Pokemon's pretty low in terms of my RPG list. I still enjoy my Pokemons, and I still um, have a lot of fun playing them. I just, I, in Pokemon's. terms of role-playing games, I, I prefer my Personas and my KOTORs and my Mass Effects and Dragon Ages to Those games are Pokemon. So, like, <clears throat> me playing through KOTOR was not hard. Me playing through Dragon Age, even upping the difficulty a ton, was not hard. I so also, like, I also kind of like the stories. Like those actually have more engrossing stories than Pokemon does. In excuse my the heck out of you! You getting thrown into the wild with a wild to go animal? stop a corporation at ten years old that's inevitably evil you're, always. You're, you're ten years old, and a scientist says, "Go do things." Here's an electric rat. Have Here's fun. an electric rat. I'm not paying you for this research, by the way. It's your first unpaid internship, and you're ten years old. I mean, like, have either of you played Dragon Age Origins? Yes. What'd you think? Was it a fun game? Okay. It's. One I got it for like ten bucks, so oh, I'm not complaining. It's one of those few games that I can still go back and just continuously replay. Really? Really? Necessarily. I didn't bored. get that out of it. I got bored. I'm like especially it. the la like the last boss we have to kill the arch dragon. Wow, just spoil for me, jeez. Um, it was a pain in my hiney. It Your was hiney? my hiney. You know what was sadly really, really easy? Huh. It was the final boss in Gears Four. Was it easy? I wouldn't know. <laughs> Who was the final boss in Gears 4? It was, um, oh my gosh, what's even the name? Big, I, I want to say it was like, <laughs> I almost I almost want to say it was like a hive queen or some crap like that, but basically you blow up the big bad locust main boil, like always, get over yourself, it's, you, you spoil, I spoil, easy money, you live. Anyway. Do I? I mean, I if we're speaking of gear... Uh, I mean, uh, no, I wouldn't say Gears. Gears is not an RPG. Because mm -hmm. boss-wise, we'll talk about it in our difficult boss episode. Um, oh god, the bosses are easy. The the last boss, Rom, I think that's what his name is. That one was kind of a pain. General? Rom. Yeah, General Rom. Rom. With the bats and everything. Mm. That one was actually kind of difficult. Did you if you're a plebeian, 
Yes. Zach, did you ever play the Spider-Man? Marvel Spider-Man? The P- well, on PS4? The PS4? Or yes, I, did. I never did. I played it once mm-hmm. with Arter. And? I think it was Arter. Probably. I really enjoyed it. It was fun. It, it brought back, like... The web swinging, which is something everybody goes to when it comes to Spider-Man, nah, which is fair, um, was really fun and entertaining. The combat was Batman Arkham-esque, but took its own personal mm-hmm. spins on it. Have you ever heard of a game called Infamous? Yes. Yes. So I remember playing the first Infamous on PS3. Yeah, I think it was PS3. And playing through it and beating it and really enjoying it and uh, this spider game, Spider-Man game, the spider, the spider game made me think of Infamous and I really enjoyed yeah, that, that open world, yeah, beat 'em up esque type of a thing. Yeah, when you're in a city and I really enjoyed that game. So that, like, it's like Just Cause, like that. Literally, yeah. Or even GTA can make that Literally, argument. I see. I'm in a select population of gamers that I'm not a huge fan of superhero games. I never really, I didn't really care for the Arkham series. I didn't really look into or care to look into uh, the newest Spider-Man. It's just never been intriguing to me. Really? Yeah, I don't really know why, but superhero games have never really been my forte. Not a huge fan. Like I like um as we're, you know, not talking about RPGs now. Um uh, apparently I really like um, Injustice. Really? Because uh, I like those characters. I like DC more than Marvel. There I said it. But, uh, yeah. Even. Okay. Well, I mean, one RPG that I tried to get into, especially over the Corona break last year, um, was Monster Hunter. Especially I Monster tried. Hunter World. Yeah, we, just we tried to play that so... together. Oh, so much and it's overwhelming like in the about how much stuff there is how much you can collect all the monsters in the intro when they're like eight pages of like nine paragraphs long you're like bro i'm not reading all this and then it's all important i i I tried you really said no Mm -hmm. and they said yes there's a new monster hunter coming out monster hunter rise on the switch right um maybe uh when it's cheaper i might get it and try it out but it, especially if it kind of dumps things down a little bit, um, but Monster Hunter World, I, like everybody that I've heard loves it. I mean, apparently it's a phenomenal game, really fun. Hmm. I just I can't get into it. I yeah. can't. Dude, just get into the game. Did you buy Immortals: Phoenix Rising? I, I never it for did. Christmas. You did? Did you play? Have you played it? I play. I've put about thirty hours and twenty thirty hours into it. See, I I think that it looks fun and I want to get it. It's like if you like Breath of the Wild it has a lot of similarities to Breath of the Wild Okay. in terms of like when you like instead of a um, glider you have your wings. Um, Who is the main? Is it Icarus? No your your name is Phoenix. Oh. It's literally about you Phoenix rising up to <laughs> defeat the main villain. Good job. Uh, the f- I, um, it has really funny um, kind of narration from Zeus and Prometheus. Really? Um, 
you have to basically go around um, save because the gods four of the main gods were turned into stuff and you have to go and save them and you have your same shrines as you do like um, these kind of like temple things we have to do challenges, challenges inside of them to beat them and get you get like stamina or whatever um, it's it's a really fun game um, I is it worth sixty dollars? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, <laughs> is it worth? Yes. <laughs> you really were like, yes. Spend that money, gosh darn it. It's it's a really fun game. I I should go back and finish it at some point. I just have so many games in my backlog right now. Oh my gosh, I have going, so much crap I need to finish that are going to take forever to complete. I still have Persona Five Strikers, which, to my understanding, I've only put about thirteen hours into it. Um, to my understanding, could take upwards of 60, 70 hours to complete. Okay, watching you play that, going to different places where you have to run into a door... Oh, is that? One of the worst game mechanics I've seen in a long time. Um, you, you can I elaborate? You have to run... If you want to leave, a, if you want to leave an area, you have to run yeah, at the door that, that's, and... That's and, like, if you want to leave a fight. That... If you want to leave a fight, um, like let's say that you're too underleveled, that's how you get out of the fight is you just run away. You have, you have to, to run, run into the, into the door. You push the invisible door. Um, Thank but, you. Uh, Thank you for the face. Seems dumb. I need to finish Dragon Quest Eleven, which to my understanding, I because I had to restart it because I got it for the Switch um, instead of the PlayStation 4. Oh, no. Um, so that one I think I still have... 50, 60 hours left. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry, that got me. Oh no. Um, I still have Xenoblade Chronicles, which I just got, which is, I think I still have like 30, 40 hours left, give or take. Um, I want to beat the uh, Blood and Wine expansion for The Witcher 3 because I've heard it's so good. And you mean you haven't I'm, beaten the game in one week? And so I need to finish my current playthrough so I can get to it. And so I got another like 30, 40 hours there. Um, I mean, you didn't beat Paper Mario in a week? Fire Sorry. Emblem Three Houses I need to finish at some See, point. I never got into Fire Emblem. I So I got it because I was like, I've heard it's good. I might as well try it. And I'm actually kind of enjoying it. It has a decent story. Because it's um, turn-based, is it not? It's uh, turn-based kind of strategy game because uh, I hate turn-based really I've just not ever really truly enjoyed it why I don't like the idea of like doing something and then having to wait your like wait there take damage wait 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 oh now it's my turn we're like that's fair because like sometimes the RNG absolutely screws you because mm -hmm. like in Dragon Quest I'm doing a quest um, where I need to fight these two guys and the guy I have like 96 health and three times in a row the guy crit me mm -hmm. for 60 damage I'm like okay thanks well so in Papier Mario mm -hmm. <laughs> do you have you seen the like battling style that they have yes yeah I think so where, so, for those viewer that we have, um, when you go and battle, like when you're battling just like 
minions like Goombas and Turtles, what it does is it sets you in the middle and then it sets the enemies on like a turnstile mm -hmm. and then you have to organize them either in straight lines or in then or blocks of four so you can attack them. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do it correctly, you don't get like perks. And then if you don't get the perks and you can't kill the monsters, it's their turn and they do damage to you. Mm -hmm. Mm. And then in the reverse, when you're fighting bosses, the boss is in the center and you have to like create a path with arrows to the center to attack <gasps> them. Oh. Yes. And I just, it's... It, oh, if you don't do it correctly, the boss literally regains all of its health. And you sit really? there and you're like, I want to die. Hey, happy Pi Day, by the way. It is Pi Day. It is Pi I keep forgetting it's Pi Day. I need to go buy an entire pie to celebrate. Yeah, you do. I will go buy a pie. Not for, but, you, for me. But yeah, I was like, of course not for me. You don't care about me. Anyway. But, uh, anyway. Even <laughs> to me, like, what? It's, like, turn-based like that just, uh but That's... I like the story of that game. And the boot car! The boot car! That's fair. I mean, cause... I really like turn-based in, um, like, Dragon Age. Like we were talking about. I like that a lot. Where, like, it's turn-based, but you can still, you're free to move around or do whatever you want. Um, but, like, you actually doing combat. Same with, uh, KOTOR. Mm-hmm. It's the same stuff. You can hit the button as many times as you want, but it's got to go through its cycle. I like that. I don't like stop and wait. Mm -hmm. Push button, push button, push button. You know what I mean? That's fair. And like, I, I honestly, I'm, I don't care really if it's turn-based, where it's like, like Octopath Traveler or your old school RPGs, like Final Fantasy and stuff like that, where you're like, I choose to do this action and then I do that action and then I wait for all my teammates to do their actions and then the enemies to do their actions I kind of like that or if it's um, like I'm trying to think of a more recent game that has like a really um, interactive like Final Fantasy 15 that one has a pretty interactive um, combat system where you're constantly every action you do happens immediately and you don't have to wait for your enemy to attack. Because, hmm. um, I mean, both of them require a, a certain amount of strategy in order nah, to... Nah, no strategy in, in video games ever. <laughs> no strat. Nah, no strat. no strat ever. In order to get through it. But, um... Uh, anything else y'all want to talk about with RPGs? I think I'd have to actually probably say my favorite RPG is... Oh god, now I'm, I'm second guessing which one. But definitely the Fallout series is my favorite for RPGs. That's fair. 76. Uh, the, the, the look. <laughs> I'm getting a death glare. Dude, Fallout 76 pre the settlers returning um, MP with you know NPCs being added back in, so much better than when the NPCs are in the game. Yeah. I remember getting that game for Christmas and being excited and then playing it and being like, hmm, this sucks. Because <laughs> there's nothing to do. And even now, it's like, hmm, like it's fun. I enjoy it now. But good lord. Well, I mean, then you have um, one of the best comeback stories, I guess, in um, development in No Man's Sky. We tried playing it. I still don't like it. 
I kind of liked it. Like, I, I like the concept of it. Like, I actually always wanted to do something similar to that. Mm-hmm. I just wish there was more... You wish you could go fly more? I wish it was... Because that's an example of it being almost too open. Yeah. Where there's no story really kind of holding you in. You can literally just do anything that you want. And... Because, I, like, I really want with that open world Star Wars game where you can play as anybody. You could be a bounty hunter and join like the Bounty Hunters Guild. Or be a Jedi apprentice and go through the temple in Coruscant. You mean you can be a bounty hunter and... Or just be a pirate. Be a space pirate. Some people call me the space cowboy. Oh, okay. Um... But, I mean, I, I respect what happened with that game, with them coming back from a very, very disappointing launch to having an ex- a pretty high player base for... That's fair. Um, what it was. What a... What a... What... Did they change from launch to now where they got a lot more fans. They added a lot more stuff you could do, I think. Um, I think they added some more NPCs. Um, they, I think they allowed, like, you could start fighting people. They, they allowed more multiplayer. I think. They ma- Basically, they made a complete game as it was promised before launch. Yeah, oh. they, what they launched was not what they promised. A lot of stuff they promised you could do, you couldn't do. Um, and now it's it's a complete game, and I mean it. It's fun for the right people. If you like an open world game, if you like Minecraft in space, <gasps> but slightly more realistic, um, No Man's Sky is for you because you can basically get your own ships. You can barter with aliens. But you see, can create your own homes. I love Minecraft. I love it, but I didn't like No Man's Sky that much at all why do we what do we even do that what did we stop because it was like you will travel here in forty eight thousand years i think we stopped because you kept dying or I kept something. no because we were in because we were on the ground and then like oh it was because you kept like taking damage from something like maybe the rain or something like that because you can take damage from the rain because um, some plants have like acidic rain um some plants have hostile um, rain no, it's something happened because like it would that i i know we got super annoyed because we kept dying in the same place but it wasn't like i'm annoyed i'm done some we either were like oh something else is downloaded or oh this is ready or something or we just stopped for the day i don't even remember but we never played it again essentially um i honestly do not remember it doesn't matter um yes it does everything matters no no I kind of want to, um, because I guess, um, hmm. I guess that's it, like, because I just shared my opinion on it. Um, what is more important to you in an RPG? Is it story or is it open world where you can kind of do what you want? I like having an open world where I can do whatever I want without any real limitation except for, like, maybe my you know my level or my gear like that's that's another reason i really like skyrim and fallout is because you can do whatever you want and there's not really a whole lot holding you back see i 
Sorry. Okay. No. I really, really like... I think they missed the mark a little bit, but the Outer Worlds... If you took the Outer Worlds, the way that game is structured, where there is a full story, but there's not the limitations like with like Skyrim or with like Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, like you shoot a quest giver, they like fall down and get back up. Mm. Outer Worlds, you shoot a quest giver in the head, they're dead and you can't do the quest. I like that. And now if you if you kinned that with like the world of New Vegas, oh my god, I'm never playing anything else ever again. <laughs> which yeah. which is more important to you, uh, side quests or the main quest? Are you are you guys the type of people that like you know once you, once you get in you do all of the side quests side quest. first and then you start going down the main quest? Yes. Um, I like to finish an area and then move on. Okay, another thing with the open world aspect of RPGs, are you guys the type of people that, like, if you see a shiny object, you drop whatever you're doing, you run towards yes. that shiny object, and you try and collect every single thing that you can collect I in can, that game? I yes. can actively tell you that if you, if you, Zach, would watch me play Skyrim, you would blow your brains out, because oh, I, am, yeah. I am so very, like, I go into a cave, and I'm going... As, edge to edge. Like, edge to edge, touching everything. Like, touching, looking, seeing everything. And I have to do everything before I leave the cave. Because I'm like, maybe I forgot something. Maybe I can take this loot and sell it. Yep. And, I mean, that's why I don't I don't stream when I play stuff like that. Or, like, oh my gosh. That's why I love Animal Crossing. Is the fulfillment. Because you're always getting something new, you're always adding to, you're always, mm -hmm. it's never going to, like, stagnate, they're always going to, well, until they come out with another one, it, nothing's going to really stagnate. Yeah. Stuff's always going to be coming out and updating, in theory. Yeah. And I love that, because it, it's, I'm very, I need everything, I need to collect every. you know what I mean? Yeah, so, so. I talked to you about the FOMO with Animal Crossing. Yeah. And that's something that I really don't like about Animal Crossing. That's something that... I want to explain that in case someone Yeah, fear know. of missing out, FOMO. Yeah. Um, that's one thing like that really makes me hesitant on purchasing and getting Animal Crossing. Because the reason why I get Animal Crossing... Like, the reason why I, I love playing the, the uh, DS or the GameCube Animal Crossing is because it's its own set world. There's no, like, outside influences coming in where, like... Last year, during Easter time, they had the Easter, like the Zipper. Uh, zipper? Zipper. Terrifying. His name. Like, Terrifying. And they had, like, for a month, the Zipper was there. And if you didn't get the game within that month, and if you didn't play it within that month, you didn't get anything Zipper offered. Mm -hmm. Versus, like, in the DS or the GameCube version, where it there's no, like, outer, like, actual real-world influence on the game. Mm -hmm. Where you get the game, and you sit, and then all you do is... Collect bug, collect fossil. And see, that's where I, per personally, I like New Horizons more than that because I like that. I like the events because I, I personally think it's a really nice touch where it, it gives incentive to play maybe more or to yeah. do explore more or do more that you wouldn't necessarily do during those events. Or like when Chuck's there for his fishing tourney, you catch a bunch of fish and do stuff. So. Like, 
And like every day, there's someone, there's a new visitor that comes to your island that like, oh, today maybe it's Flick, and today I'm going to catch bugs all day, yeah. or today it's the plant guy, so I'm going to go catch a bunch or catch a bunch of money, make a bunch of bells, so I can get a bunch of new types of flowers. I I like that. I don't have the fear of missing out with it. I like it because with all those events, maybe you don't finish everything for Zipper for what he's offering. 365 days he's back. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it gives replayability in that sense where I think like if you don't, you know, no life it like I do to collect <laughs> everything in the event, you can get it again next year. And even if you don't get those, the chances of like someone who you know having like the stuff you don't have and maybe you have what they don't have and then you just link if you don't you know if nintendo online's not blocked like it is at the school like for what like what i'm gonna do if if with um this easter if this easter if it's different stuff and not the same what i'm gonna do is probably like when i'm home everything that i've collected if my sister hasn't collected any of it i'll probably just give her some bells and she'll just throw those items at me on my island like by a you know, going on, uh, linking on Nintendo, uh, online or whatever they call it. Yeah. So, like, I like that because it's, you know, it gives the incentive to keep playing the game and it gives the possibility to go back to it. I don't have a fear of it. Yes, it's annoying. Like, this, this, uh, past Christmas, I really didn't like the, like, snow events at all because you had to make, like, make perfect snowmen and I I couldn't because I didn't have the patience or wherewithal, so. You really said No. So I'm like, Kaylee, here's money. <laughs> Give. Give me but, snowmen. Um, I guess two more things I want to bring up before we stop um, with RPGs is, do you like, I don't think you have played them, but you've at least played Valhalla. Do you like the RPG aspect of Assassin's Creed, or do you wish it would revert back to its older ways? I... Hmm... I'm very mid about it because... Good answer, good answer. Oh. No, I lied. I like Valhalla more than what I've played. The the last I I really played a whole, whole lot was Black Flag. Mm -hmm. And even that, it was slowly becoming less about, you know, super stealthy. But, you know, you didn't have gear choice. I liked having the gear choice, which would completely change your play style while still having the elements of stealth involved the entire time mm-hmm. if you really wanted to but i liked that it was more of an rpg because it was be- it's becoming very stale and stagnant with assassin's creed Bef- before odyssey it was very stale for me because it was the same thing over and over mm-hmm. sneak here follow this person do this and it was never different that, yeah okay that's... the only the only difference that i really liked recently was like the ship the naval combat in black flag that was like whoa this is incredible this was like a mini side thing in the ac3 that happened like uh, twice and i really like this yeah but other than that that was about the only new thing that got added over years and then like syndicate tried or is it syndicate is that the one with the french revolution that's unity 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 tried with gear and it was crap i did not like unity unity was because I think Unity was my first, the first game I ever played on my Xbox One. Because mm-hmm. um, I think I it got came it with for it. Christmas. Yeah. Um, and it, like it was okay, like the, but yeah, I, I agree with you that Assassin's Creed was becoming stagnant. I don't know yeah. if necessarily the RPG route is the right route 
for it, especially it because... It just needs something different. Especially because it's called Assassin's Creed, and There was, so, like, no assassins so in Valhalla. stealth is, you know, heavily implied. And while you can stealth, that is an option in Valhalla... It's not as heavily it's, played upon. It's not as, you know, focused on as being a berserker and just going in and absolutely annihilating everybody. Right. Um, and then I guess my last point is um, something else we haven't talked about yet is MMORPGs. <laughs> with WoW, with... Um, oh my God, there's so many. Lord, there's Lord of the Rings, Lord there's the Rings. RuneScape, there's... Runescape. There's um, yeah. Star Wars The Old Republic. Wizard 101. A Pirate 101. Yeah. Let I me tell you something. I other... spent many an hour playing RuneScape. I know you talked about right. that. You you played all of the RuneScape when you were a youngin. Other than that stint we had playing WoW, the most I've put, most time I've put into playing an MMORPG is either ESO uh, oh, we played a lot of ESO. I forgot or, about that. Um, that was like the one game I actually really played a lot on my laptop before it decided to turn into a turbojet. <laughs> <laughs> Whoosh! Um, was Star Wars: The Old Republic? Yeah, it's. I played fun. a lot of that. It, I played it's a fun. Lot it's interesting. A, a lot of the DLC looks really cool, mm-hmm. and I want to get into it. I just a I don't have a computer. B I don't have necessarily the time. And C, it's expensive. Uh, any other comments you guys want to make on anything RPG related? I mean, since you mentioned MMORPGs, I don't think any really do it better than WoW. There's a reason they've been around as long as they have with this strong of a player base as they have, even through the rocky times where some of their stuff was not received well. They still continue to dominate that market and i think the reason why is just the quality of the games they put out because stuff is actually you know is finished there's not a whole there's not a whole lot of problems mechanically with their games Mm -hmm. or with their updates i should say because it it is different for like you know their their story-based stuff like diablo or like their stuff like overwatch it's different but like with wow oh my goodness it's so cut clean and polished and it's it really is a beast of nature as far as like a developer's wet dream goes. So I I think that that really corners the market. And that's why it's been around as strong as it has for as long as it has. That's about all I need to say about that. Preach queen. All right, bet. Anything else you want to add, Jason? I don't think so. All right. I Give me an open world bounty hunter game. That's all <laughs> I want. Remaster Bounty Hunter from the Nintendo GameCube. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. I think we'll uh, we'll end the podcast there. Goodbye. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, if you want, tune into our Twitch channels no. at twitch.tv slash forestallcash014 and twitch.tv slash shepherd6. The links will be in the description. And for those As of you who we... couldn't hear the mouse just say that, it was for... I'm just kidding. Wow. As uh, wow. as we play really poorly at Apex, and um, I'm good at Apex. Your dog doo doo. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and uh, tune in next week for our next episode. Bye, Brody. Bye, Brody. Bye, Brody.